Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, this is Harriet and I will be your reader today. And today we have, first of all, a new week and we have Sunday the 4th of February or the 25th of Shabbat on the Hebrew calendar. This new week we have a new parasha. It's called Mishpatim and that means judgments. And the scripture reading from the Torah will be Exodus or Shemot, chapter 21, verse 1 through verse 19. And as we always do, before we start reading the scriptures, we bless the Lord and thank Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So let's start in Exodus 21. Now these are the ordinances which you will set before them. If you buy a Hebrew servant, he is to serve for six years, and in the seventh he is to go free without payment. If he comes in by himself, he is to go out by himself. If he was married, then his wife will go out with him. If his master gave him a wife, and she bears him sons and daughters, the wife and her children will be her masters, and he will go free by himself. But if the servant plainly states, I love my master, my wife, and my children, and I will not go out free, then his master is to bring him to God, then take him to a door or to a doorpost, his master is to pierce his ear through with an awl, and he will serve him forever. If a man sells his daughter to be a maid servant, she is not to go free as the male servants do. If she does not please her master, who has selected her for himself, then he is to allow her to be redeemed. He will have no power to sell her to a foreign people, seeing as he has dealt deceitfully toward her. If he betroths her to his son, he must give her the rights of a daughter. If he takes another wife, he is not to diminish her food, her clothing, or her marriage rights. If he does not provide these three to her, 
than she is to go free without payment. Whoever strikes a man so that he dies must surely be put to death. But if he did not hunt him down, yet God caused it to happen, then I will appoint for you a place where he may run. If a man presumes to kill his neighbor with craftiness, you are to take him from my altar and put him to death. Anyone who strikes his father or his mother must surely be put to death. Anyone who steals a person and sells him, or is found with him under his hand, must surely be put to death. Whoever curses his father or his mother must surely be put to death. If people quarrel and one strikes the other with a stone or with his fist, and the other does not die but lies in bed, if he rises again and walks around on his staff, then the one that struck him will be cleared. But he must pay for the loss of his time and help him to be thoroughly healed. That was Exodus 21, 1-19. And now we have our portion from the prophets, and we will read 1 Kings, or Melachim Aleph, chapter 13. Unexpectedly, a man of God came from Yehuda to Bethel with the word of the Lord, while Jeroboam was standing by the altar to burn incense. He cried out against the altar with the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus says the Lord, Behold, a son shall be born to the house of David, Josiah by name, and upon you he will sacrifice the priests of the high places who burn incense on you, and human bones will be burned upon you. The same day he gave a sign, saying, This is the sign that the Lord has spoken. The altar is about to be split apart, and the fat ashes on it will be poured out. Now when the king heard the word of the man of God, which he proclaimed against the altar in Bethel, Jeroboam stretched out his hand from the altar, saying, Seize him. But the hand which he stretched out against him withered. He could not even draw it back to himself. The altar also was split apart, and the fat ashes poured out from the altar, just as was the sign that the man of God gave with the word of the Lord. So the king responded by saying to the man of God, Please seek the face of the Lord your God and pray for me, so my hand may be restored to me. So the man of God sought the face of the Lord, and the king's hand was restored to him, becoming as it was before. Then the king said to the man of God, Come home with me and have something to eat, and then I will give you a reward. But the man of God said to the king, Even if you gave me half your house, I will not go with you, nor will I eat bread or drink water in this place. For so I was charged by the word of the Lord, saying, You are to eat no bread, nor drink water, nor return by the way by which you came. So he took another road and did not return by the way he had come to Bethel. 
Now one old prophet was living in Bethel. His son came and told him all the deeds that the man of God had done that day in Bethel, and all the words that he had spoken to the king they related to their father. Then their father asked them, Which way did he go? For his sons had seen which way the man of God that came from Yehuda went. Then he said to his sons, Saddle the donkey for me. So they saddled the donkey for him, and he rode away on it. Then he went after the man of God and found him sitting under an oak tree. He said to him, Are you the man of God who came from Yehuda? I am, he said. Come home with me, he said to him, and eat bread. But he said, I cannot return with you, nor go with you, nor will I eat bread or drink water with you in this place. For it was said to me by the word of the Lord, You shall eat not no bread and drink no water there, nor should you return back by the way by which you came. So he said to him, I am also a prophet like you. An angel spoke to me with the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back with you to your house, that he may eat bread and drink water. He lied to him. So he went back with him and ate bread in his house and drank water. Now while they were sitting at the table, the word of the Lord came to the prophet who had brought him back, and he cried to the man of God that came from Yehuda, saying, Thus says the Lord, Because you rebelled against the word of the Lord, and did not keep the commandment which the Lord your God commanded you, but turned back, ate bread, and drank water in the place of which he said to you, Eat no bread and drink no water, your carcass will not enter the tomb of your fathers. So after he had eaten bread and after he had drunk, he saddled the donkey for him, for the prophet he had brought back. But when he was gone, a lion met him along the way and killed him. So his carcass was thrown on the road with both the donkey and the lion standing beside the carcass. Then men passed by and saw the carcass thrown on the road, with the lion standing by the carcass. So they came and told it in the town where the old prophet lived. Now when the prophet who had brought him back from the road heard it, he said, It is the man of God who defied the word of the Lord. Therefore the Lord gave him to the lion, which mauled him and killed him, according to the word the Lord spoke to me. Then he spoke to his sons, saying, Saddle the donkey for me. So they saddled it. Then he went and found his carcass laying on the road, with the donkey and the lion standing by the carcass. The lion had not eaten the carcass, nor mauled the donkey. Then the prophet picked up the carcass of the man of God. He laid it on the donkey and brought it back to town of the old prophet to mourn and to bury him. He laid his carcass in his own tomb, and they mourned over him, saying, Oh, my brother! After burying him, he said to his sons, When I die, bury me in the tomb where the man of God is buried. Lay my bones beside his bones.
For the message he declared by the word of the Lord against the altar in Bethel and against all the shrines of the high places which are in the towns of Shomron will surely come to pass. Even after this, Jeroboam did not turn back from his evil way, but once again he appointed priests for the high places from among all ranks of the people. Whoever wanted to be a priest, he consecrated him for the high places. So this matter became sin against the house of Jeroboam, in the end wiping it out and destroying it from the face of the earth. That was First Kings 13. Now we have come to the portion of the writings, and we shall read Psalm or Tilim, 104. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Lord, my God, you are very great. You are clothed with splendor and majesty, wrapping yourself in light as a robe, stretching out heaven like a curtain, laying beams for his upper rooms in waters, making the clouds his chariot, walking on the wings of the wind, making his angels spirits, his servants a flaming fire. He set the earth upon its foundations, so it should not totter forever and ever. You covered it with the deep as with a garment, the waters standing above the mountains. At your rebuke the waters fled, at the sound of your thunder they hurried away. The waters go up the mountains, then down to the valleys, to the place that you assigned to them. You set a boundary to the waters that they may not cross over, so they may not return to cover the earth. You make springs gush into the valleys, they run between the mountains. They give drink to all the beasts of the field. The wild donkeys quench their thirst. Beside them, the birds of the sky dwell. They sing among the branches. His waters, excuse me, he waters mountains from his upper rooms. The earth is full of the fruit of your labors. He causes grass to spring up for the cattle and vegetation for man to cultivate, to bring forth bread out of the earth, wine that makes man's heart glad, oil to make his face shine, and bread that sustains man's heart. The trees of the Lord are satisfied, the cedars of Lebanon that he planted, where birds make their nests, and the stork her home is in the fir trees. The high mountains are for wild ghosts. The cliffs a refuge for rock badgers. He made the moon for appointed times. The sun knows it's going down. You bring darkness so it becomes night when all the beasts of the forest prowl. The young lions roar for prey, seeking their food from God. But when the sun rises, they gather and lie down in their dens. 
Man goes out to his work and to his labor until the evening. Lord, how countless are your works. In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea, vast and wide, teeming with gliding things innumerable, living creatures both small and large. There ships go to and fro. Leviathan, you formed to frolic there. They all look to you to give them their food in the right time. When you give it to them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they are satisfied with good. But when you hide your face, they are dismayed. You take away their breath, they perish and return to their dust. You send forth your ruach, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. He looks at the earth and it trembles. He touches the mountains and they smoke. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God yet again. Let my meditation be sweet to him. I, I will rejoice in the Lord. Let sinners vanish from the earth and let the wicked be no more. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Hallelujah. That was Psalm 104. And now we have arrived at our last scripture portion from the Apostolic Writings, and we will read John, or Yohanan, chapter 1, verse 24 through verse 51. Now those sent were from the Pharisees. They asked him, If you are not the Messiah, the Mashiach, Eliyahu, or the prophet, why then are you immersing? I immerse in water, Yohanan answered. Among you stands one you do not know, coming after me, whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. These things happened in Bethany, beyond the Jordan, where Yohanan was immersing. The next day, Yohanan sees Yeshua coming to him and says, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one about whom I told you. He who comes after me is above me, because he was before me. I didn't know him, but I came immersing with water so that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John, Yohanan, testified, I have seen the Ruach coming down like a dove out of heaven, and it remained on him. I did not know him, but the one who sent me to immerse in water said to me, The one on whom you see the Ruach coming down and remaining, this is the one who immerses in the Ruach HaKodesh. And I have seen and testified that this is Ben Elohim. Again, the next day, Yohanan was standing with two of his disciples and watched Yeshua walking by. He said, Behold, the Lamb of God. 
The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Yeshua. Yeshua turned around and saw them following. He said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which is translated teacher, where are you staying? Come and see, Yeshua tells them. So they came and saw where he was staying, and they spent that day with him. It was about the tenth hour. Andrew, the brother of Shimon Kepha, was one of the two who heard Yohanan speak and followed Yeshua. First he finds his own brother, Shimon, and tells him, We've found a Mashiach, which is translated, Anointed One. Andrew brought Shimon to Yeshua. Yeshua looked at him and said, You are Shimon, son of Yohanan. You shall be called Kepha, which is translated Peter. The next day, Yeshua decided to go to the Galil. He finds Philip and says to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the same town as Andrew and Kepha. Philip finds Nathanael and tells him, We have found the one that Moshe in the Torah and also the prophets wrote about, Yeshua of Nazareth, the son of Yosef. Nazareth, Nathanael answered. Can anything good come from there? Philip said to him, Come and see. Yeshua saw Nathanael coming toward him. He said, Look, a true Israelite, there is nothing false in him. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Yeshua answered, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Rabbi, Nathanael answered, You are Ben Elohim. You are the king of Israel. Because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree, you believe, Yeshua replied to him. You will see greater things than that. And he said, Amen, Amen, I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God coming up and coming down on the Son of Man. That was our last portion. It was Yohanan 1, 24 through 51. Now, if you're reading twice this year through the apostolic writings, you would also read 1 Timothy chapter 1 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you will have a wonderful new week, a blessed new week, Shavua Tov and Shalom from Israel. Until next time.